Let's get this party started. Amen. Subject on tonight, the millennium. And my reasons for the subject is because we all got this mindset of going to heaven before we go through the millennium. <laughs> huh? So if you didn't know it by now, the millennium comes before the heaven does. Amen? The reign upon earth comes before the eternal reign in glory. So we got to stop trying to jump over the millennium and make it to heaven. It ain't happening. Amen. Millennium defines as a thousand years. It is mentioned in Revelation chapter 20. During which holiness is to prevail. And Christ is to be reigned on earth. Uh. Alfreda, you sure you got that camera set right? I don't want to be wiping across folks' heads, you know. You can't pull it more further out this way. celebration. The millennium is the earth-shattering start to establishment of the kingdom of God on earth. Amen. For the first time in history, God will rule face to face with mankind. We are looking for the coming millennium when Jesus Christ will return and we reign on earth for a thousand years. Evil will be banished and we will live in peace and happiness. Now, that ought to be something that we strive to make it to. The millennium period where you going to actually reign upon the face of the earth for a thousand years. Wow. You mean to tell me God is going to give us an extension to a natural life? Because see, this has got to be a natural life if you're going to still be on earth. Amen? Those that keep themselves in a constant state of preparedness are called millionaires. 
And those uh, who believe in the millennial period of Christ and expect to live in it, you gotta, you gotta believe, regardless of what you do, uh, your, 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 your Christian life is gonna be based on belief. If you don't believe in the millennium period, how in the world are you going to reign in the millennium period? If you don't have faith in Christ coming back and setting up his kingdom for a thousand years, how in the world are you going to live in it for a thousand years? Because guess what? Without faith, you cannot stay. Make sense? So, this period of time would occur following... Christ's second coming. He will reign as the only king. This is his second coming because guess what? Now you got to understand that the world is going to go through hell in a handbasket before he show up. Because this is the second coming of Christ. Now if this is the second coming of Christ, that means that the, the rapture of the church must have already taken place now you can bring in the focus what you've been trying to say when Christ going to come back and bring his folk with him. Yeah, when it comes down to the second advent. Because the church has already been extracted out of the world. So quite naturally, yeah, he's going to bring you back. So don't get it twisted like when you die, you already go. No, 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 no. That's against what the scripture said. Amen. You, when you die, you got to be, look at here. When you die, you got to be raised from the dead. You got to be raised from the dead just like Christ was raised from the dead. So you don't get an automatic shuffle from the grave to heaven before Christ come and get the church. That would be all out of, that'd be all out of the scriptures. He coming back for the church. You can't go till he come back for the church. Am I making sense? It would be the beginning of peace. The end of hunger. The end of sorrow and disease and pain. Can you just imagine enjoying a life that has no issues? Enjoying a life that your body is not decaying because of your pain or you possessing or having some type of disease or some curse that may be upon, still upon the face of the earth. Come on, somebody. That ought to be enough to have every saint of God uh, happy and, and, and striving to get there. Come on, somebody. Don't be fooled and miss this time of your life. Come on now. And guess what? You will not get this part of your life by accident. This is going to have to be on purpose. Somebody close that door back there. It's the beginning of Jesus Christ's rule with his family. Oh, so now Jesus is, when he said rule with Jesus and his family, that means he's going to rule 
with the church that he came back for. Because the church is his family. The church is his body. So he going to reign with those that belong to him. And guess what? Sadly to say, everybody ain't going to belong to him. And foremost, it's the start of an actual understanding of God's truth. For we all know in parts until that which is whole come, and that is Jesus Christ our Lord. So you just know just a little bit, just like I know just a little bit. Come on, somebody. Amen. You will never fully understand the whole truth until the whole truth comes. Wow. Amen. Why, folks, I'm folks, the head is so high up in the air because of what they think they know, but they don't know nothing about God like they should know. And what an incredible opportunity afforded to be part of his family. This is an incredible opportunity that God has given each and every one of us to be a part of his family. Wow, we be trying to jump into everybody's family, but ain't nobody trying to get in God's family. Come on, somebody. Amen. I'm going to get into Brother Ichabod family. They got a little change in their pocket. Huh? But God said he got cows of a thousand hills. All the silver and gold is hills. Come on, somebody. So why don't you get in the big family? That's the family you ought to be wanting to get in. You ought to be wanting to get in God's family, the one that do all the providing, make all the provision, and do all the taking care of, to do all the watching over you. Come on, somebody. Somebody ought to have a shout up in here. Therefore, no evil will be exercised. No deception among the nations. Huh? God going to put everything on hold. <laughs> you you thinking God is not paying attention to what's going on and God is not can't do nothing about it, but at this particular time God putting everything on hold. Amen. Pain gotta be put on hold. Come on, somebody. You not having enough has got to be put on hold. Amen. During this time, after the rapture, the saints of God will come to life and again and will reign with Christ during this time. Now, here's the part that everybody been getting First Thessalonians messed up. This is the time that the saints of God is coming back with Christ when he come back at his second advent. Not the first. Not when he come back for the church. He got to come back to the church to get you. But then when he come back to reign a thousand years, then he brings you back with him. So, you know, we got to make sure that we got this thing, you know, unravel this. You know, take the twist out of it. Get it straight. Amen. You got to go back in order to come back. Oh, y'all didn't hear that, did you? You got to go back in order to come back. Wow. 
came off the press. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, but the scripture that you're trying to use, uh, you got mixed opinions about that passage scripture. Uh, the one that is, in that passage scripture, the one that's taken is talking about to the grave. See, and then the one that is left is the one that's got life. you talking about life and death. So, you, you, you got you, you see what I'm saying? Because... There's gonna come a time that the the the, the sheep gonna be on the right hand and the goats gonna be well. So therefore you kind of gotta watch that pass of scripture because I used to think the same thing, but then there are other scholars that said that is not the intention of that pass of scripture. That we, we used to label that as the rapture. Okay, but the concept of us going back is when he come back for the church. When he when he tells you that uh, when he come back, said you got to be changed, like as a twinkling of an eye. You got to put on uh, immortality. So the the corruption got to put on incorruption. So you got to be changed in a moment. So, and we don't know when that moment is coming, but we know it's coming. So we got to be prepared when that moment comes. So that's the part of the scripture that you need to kind of correlate with uh, going to glory, going back with the church. Going, you got to go up in order to come back down. Okay? So, so during this time after the rapture, the saints of God will come to life again and reign with Christ during this time. We don't know what our job description will be, but we will be involved in kingdom work. Now, saints, God is not coming back to get you to make you lazy. Y'all hear that one? You ain't going on no oasis trip. Well, you laying on the beach. Come on, y'all. This ain't no vacation time. <laughs> Amen. Therefore, it's best for each individual to make yourself active in the kingdom work now. Huh? So you will know and be custom to kingdom business. Come on now. Don't you dare think that you've been to go into the millennium period and live a thousand years on your lazy because mm, it ain't happening. Huh? Can you just see, Lamont, can you just see everybody swole up, Mike, like me and you, and we just went into the millennium for a thousand years and sit on our behind? Come on now. I use me and Lamont or y'all might get mad. 
therefore, we got to get used to doing kingdom business. We got to be kingdom active. Huh? Uh, if you want to reign with Christ, it's your responsibility to make yourself ready. That's your job. Amen. Pastor can give you the tools, but it's still your job to use the tools. Amen. I can give you a hammer and a nail to build you a house, but unless you swing that hammer and hit that nail, that house ain't never going up. It wasn't that you would like the, the material or the instruments to be used. You just didn't use it. Guess what? If you don't use it, you will lose it. So that's why you need to be active in the kingdom of God. Huh? Faith without what? Work. Faith without works is what? Dead. Dead, Dead on a rock. Don't try to go to glory with dead works. Don't try to reign in the millennium time with dead works. It's not going to happen. Come on now. Just quoting scriptures ain't good enough. Amen. Just quoting scriptures when we thought we knew something. But now you find out we really didn't know nothing. Huh? Amen. We really didn't know nothing. We were just quoting stuff. Because it sounded good. You got to get out of the sound good and find out what the real deal is. You got to get out of the sound good and find out what God really talking about. You got to get out of the sound good and make that word apply to you. Because guess what? It's your responsibility to make yourself ready, and you can't make yourself ready if you don't use the scripture in its proper perspective. That makes sense? Well, it also serves as a time when Satan would be bound for the same period of that thousand year reign. So that lets you know that these this is going to be a earthly reign. Come on somebody. Because Satan going to come back and he going to make, he got to come back for the last stand. And who is he going to come back against? He going to come up back against those who reign on earth for that millennium period. When his when, his, when the thousand years expire, he will be loosed from his prison for his last final stand down. But he shall lose. Quickly run to Revelation 20 verses 1. Not in your writing, but it's in mine. So that you would know that this is a earthly rain. Come on, somebody. And it's still going to be the possibility of blood being shed. So if blood can be shed, that means you still got an earthly body. Amen. We all trying to mount up with wings before the millennium period get here. Everybody trying to put we 
wings on. Only wings you're going to get is the one that you pin on your shirt. <laughs> and that's the one that says you're a flight attendant. <laughs> Come on, somebody. <laughs> Revelation 20 verses 1 through 3 says, And I saw an angel come down from heaven, having the key of the bottomless pit, and a great change in his hand. And he laid hold on the dragon, that old serpent, which is the devil, and Satan, and bound him a thousand, how many years? And cast him into the what? And shut him up and set a seal upon him, that he should not deceive the nations no more, when? Until the thousand years should be fulfilled, and after that, he must be loose for a little season. He's coming back. Huh? You better get all of God you can get when you can get God as long as you can get him. Come on, somebody. And when, and, and, and when we make it to the millennium period of time, you still better try to suck in all God that you can suck in because guess what? Because you make it to the millennium period of time, it don't mean that you're going to be saved. Because you still can fall out of grace. Hello, somebody. Amen. Saints still going to have desires. Saints still going to have their own mind or thoughts. Wow. And when he come back, he going to come back and find out who that was in the millennium period that he can deceive. Would it be you? Come on, somebody. Don't, don't live off this false protection that you got in your mind. You gotta, the Bible is true. You got to work out your own salvation in fear and trembling. That's all the way to the end. Ain't no quitting time, y'all. We can't quit. Amen. Thought I'd share that one with you so you got this false perception about when millennium time come that it's all over with. But no, it's not all over with. Devil still got to make a last stand. He still got to go to the lake of fire. He still got to be thrown in there and steal everybody that follow him. His angels, fallen angels, and those that he deceived, all of them got to be thrown in the lake of fire. So that means that the end ain't here yet, y'all. We still got to be on what we call our P's and Q's. And A's and B's too. Come on somebody. Let us view some of the descriptions in the scriptures of this great time period. Let's go to Michael chapter 4. If you would please. And for those that may not know it, there's another blood moon coming up May 15th. 
keep that in the back of your mind because probably after May 15th, after the blood moon, at some period and point, don't know when, but something's going to happen. Amen. Something is going to go down in the world. Spoke after Sunday as well. Yeah. But the full eclipse. Yeah. I know I was reading that what I thought was this coming Sunday was the blood moon, but the blood moon is May 15th. Michael, verses 1 and 5. But in the last day it shall come to pass, somebody said come to pass, come to pass. that the mountain of the house of the Lord shall be established in the top of the mountain and it shall be exalted above the hills and people shall flow unto it. It will come to pass. It will happen. Come on, somebody. So, guess what? Let this be some news to you that you can just not exclude and get rid of the Old Testament prophecies. The Old Testament is just as much a lie as it was when it was written. Huh? Second verse says, Many nations shall come and say, Come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord and to the house of the God of Jacob. And he will teach us his ways, and we will walk in his path. For the law shall go forth to Zion. And the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. And he shall judge what? Money among many people. He going to judge among them. He going to be in the midst of them. And rebuke strong nations afar. And they shall beat their swords into plowshares. And their spirits in the plundering hooks, nations shall not lift up swords against nations, neither shall they learn war anymore. Hmm. Sound like it's gonna be a period of shutdown. Huh? Sound like it's gonna be a time that God gonna be not partially in charge, totally in charge. Sound like a time that nothing is going to move without God say so. Come on, somebody. Amen. Sound like this is actually the kingdom of God that is being built. He said it was going to do what? It's going to be established in the top of the mountains. Wow. Verse 4 says, but they shall sit every man under his vine and under his fig tree, and none shall make them afraid. 
for the mouth of the Lord of hosts has spoken it, for all people will walk, everyone, in the name of his God, and we will walk in the name of the Lord our God forever and ever. Yes, sir. That little G. Still gonna be around. Yes, sir. They still little old G. That means that it's still gonna be some false gods around, but God is gonna have them at bay. Those that's gonna be deceived. Now you gotta remember now, it's gonna be some folks that's gonna be deceived. So those that's gonna be deceived is gonna be deceived by that little G-O-Ds. Ah. Uh. In other words, there's still going to be some folks that ain't going to want to give God their whole mind. There's still going to be some folks that ain't going to want to listen to what the truth of God's word is. The whole truth. See, you, we've been knowing in pieces, but when Jesus comes, you're going to get the whole truth. You're going to be left with your mouth wide open talking about, I thought. But you got to remember what he said. His thoughts are not your thoughts. And his ways are not your ways. For his ways and your ways are as high as the heaven is from the earth. So now you can understand why we don't know as much as we think we know. Come on, somebody. You got some folks in this world that, as they say, is too smart for their own britches. Can't tell them nothing. They think they got God in their hand. Come on now. They got one, but it ain't the real God in their hand. Amen. Michael, this phrase in the last days indicate that the prophet is looking beyond the restoration from the Babylonian captivity to the days of the millennium. He's not looking at the where he was then, the right now then. He was looking far beyond. Amen. And you know, we get caught up in where we are right now. We don't look toward the future that we have in God. That's why we can't walk with God like we should. Because we have no expectation. Our expectation is low. Our expectation is about today. Not our future. Oh, come on, somebody. <laughs> the captivity of the days of the millennia when every promise given to Abraham, wow, and to Israel will ultimately be fulfilled. Pastor, I think we get it messed up when we try to leave the nation of Israel out of this promise. The promise originated to Abraham and the nation of Israel. We were not in focus nowhere when the promise was made until God told Abraham, Look out at the sea and count the grains of the sand. Now count the stars 
in the sky. Because this is what your family going to look like. That's when you got included. Amen. But the original promise went out to Abraham and the nation of Israel. This day described when God would reign over his perfect kingdom. He would be, this would be an era of peace with God, blessings of God for the people of God. When wars will be at end. We cannot pinpoint this date, but God had promised that it will arrive. You can reference back to Isaiah 2, chapter 2, verses 2. We're not going to go there. We're going to move on. Go ahead, son. Continuation, huh, of challenges in our lives and lives of others. Come on, somebody, of making a decision on which side you're gonna be on. Cause that's what they were stuck at. Well, whose side they was gonna be on? Amen. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. When I started out, I was telling them, you, 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 you trying to get to, 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 to heaven and stay before you enjoy the millennium. You, 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 you got your horses in the wrong place. You got the cart before the horse. If you don't make the millennium, you sure ain't making glory. Come on, somebody. And, and, and I like what he brought out. But they know not the thoughts of the Lord. Now you understand why, when he brought that up, you should have got a, a better understanding of why you need to listen more to the Holy Ghost. Because the Holy Ghost is the only one that knows the thoughts of God. You as human, you as flesh and the natural, you and I don't know God's thoughts. And we can only know God's thoughts by God's spirit. 
Uh-oh. And you still going to get just a little bit. Come on now. It give you too much, your head get too big. You be walking around here like a watermelon head because you think you done, you, done, you, you you somebody now. Come on now. Ah. He opened up that can of worms. Boy, that was a can of worms. Because I, I don't know what's going to happen to all these uh, uh, extended apostles. I, don't, I, I just don't know. But God know. I don't have to know, but God know. Come on, somebody. Prophecy. 
Cheat is going to fail. Yes, sir. Judah didn't know until he got ready to deal. That he was going to be the one. one. Then Satan entered Yep, yep, yep. The door was open. So you, 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 can't, you, you, you can't think you can't, you can't know that That's right, that's right, son. No, when the trial comes, you may not even realize it's a trial. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And he was a monster twelve. And, he, and, and you know, you think about that. He had to care about you. Yes, sir. Because he went out and killed himself afterwards. Mm-hmm. And then the Bible talks about that he wasn't going to find no place for repentance. But you know what really opened the doors for him? His natural desire for money. He was all about money. He didn't want him to take the orphan. And use it to, to, to prepare Jesus for his burial. We can take that and we can get some money for it. Yes, sir. But I'll tell you what, then you look at there were some rich folks. Joseph of Arimathea was a part of Jesus. Yes. When you look at Joseph, he was rich. So I mean it was it had to be something there. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Because it wasn't just, you know, I I, I follow what you yeah. said, but it wasn't just Come on, son. That's right. That's right. That's absolutely right. That the love of money. Yes, all of that come into play. Man, it's so much stuff. Yeah. What about slopiness? What about slopiness? <laughs> what about unfaithfulness? <laughs> yeah. No, no, yeah, on the major, uh huh. Uh huh. Right, absolutely. Your test. That's your personal test. Can't go by everybody else. You got your test. Amen. Man. Go to Zechariah chapter 14. Zechariah 14. The key to all of this is that we, as the saints of God, is got to strive to make it in. We just can't assume. Come on, somebody. It's a lot of folks that's going to church is assuming that they're going to heaven. They, not, they don't give a hoot about how they're living just because. 
they go to church and I know Jesus, I'm going to glory. That's their concept. Amen. They ain't worried about no lifestyle. They ain't worried about no sin. They, I'm already saved. Biggest lie ever been told by the devil. Amen. If you don't stay saved, you ain't saved. And if you're not saved, it's time to get saved. Because you don't know when the end is coming. Too much stuff is happening in the world now. That you don't know what a time and 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 and, and, and me and me and uh, Sister Turner were talking. We don't understand. We going by January, February, all the way through December, but we don't know nothing about the nation of Israel time clock. And everything is based on the nation of Israel's time clock, not the clock that we made up. Hello, somebody. 14 verses 6 through 9. And it shall come to pass in that day that the light shall not be nor dark, but it shall be one day which shall be known to the Lord. Not day nor night, but it shall come to pass that at evening time it shall be light, and it shall be in that day that living water shall go out of from Jerusalem, half of them toward the former sea, and half of them toward the higher sea, in the summer and in the winter shall it be. Oh. So, here again, that he said it's going to come to pass that that day shall be shall not be light, huh? Because the glory of God will be there. The glory and the brightness of God will be there. The heavenly bodies shall be darkened, but it shall be one continuous day known to the Lord, not day or night. It's getting late. Come on, somebody. The battle that the Lord is going to fight is going to last one day. Good God Almighty. When he come back, this battle will last only one day. By evening, it's going to be over with. And the new light is going to increase and will take effect. That's at the second advent of Christ. The living water should go forth from Jerusalem. Look here. We've been, we've been trying to teach and preach to y'all about the living water. And nobody act like they want to drink. Nobody wants to act like they want to drink from the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is the representation of the living water of God. 
Now here he is referencing it back to Jerusalem. Everything, y'all, get it in your head. Everything points right back to Jerusalem. Amen. That's where all of God's holiness is going to reign. Not over here in America. America messed up. America is, is, is combined with a whole lot of mess. And ain't none of it holiness. Amen. That's why, that's why you got to strive to try to get out of here. Because everything in America ain't going. Come on, somebody. Drafted in. We can't be saved. To stay on the, that's right. Good analysis, Pastor. We are a drafted in nation of people. Uh huh. Read it, sister. Drafted in. Uh-huh. 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 Yes, ma'am. Yes. Ye, they're not ye, ye. Yep. One day, one day, it ain't gonna be no long period of time. One day, and you know how 
going to die. It's going to die. You somebody. Too many churches that took God for granted. Come on. Come on now. Amen. We ain't too, 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 too many churches and nobody want to have a lifestyle. Nobody want a constant diet of the word of God. But if you don't get a constant diet of the word of God how can you be drafted in? This promise is not yours. This promise is the nation of Israel. Come on, somebody. God going to see that Israel get saved. What about you? Wow. Yes, ma'am. And so all Israel shall be saved. Yes, ma'am. And Jacob is the nation of Israel. Covenant with Israel. Yes, ma'am. 
Verse 12 says, Fought against Jerusalem. Now you see how important the scriptures is about the nation of Israel. Their flesh shall consume away while they stand upon it. Y'all do know what he's talking about here. He's talking about the last war. Contents, but when you really look at what's going on, the Word of God don't give you no motion picture. It gives you the real deal. You know, God is talking about what's going to really happen. Amen. This is something God don't play with. Come on, somebody. It said, and Jerusalem.